Welcome back to another episode of the Autism Dad Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Gorski, and I really appreciate you guys tuning in today. Uh, in this episode, I want to talk about something many autism and special needs parents, including myself, frequently find ourselves on the receiving end of. That something is called judgment. Judgment sucks when it happens to anyone for any reason, but for autism and special needs parents, it can be particularly impactful. Uh, in today's episode, I want to talk about what it feels like to be judged and why judging others, especially without knowing the whole story, is just wrong. Uh, We'll discuss some common situations in which judgment occurs and talk about a recent post I wrote called Broken Plates. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. The Autism Dad is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free, which is Awesome. Uh, There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, which means no fancy equipment, and that's super convenient. Uh, Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the popular uh, apps out there. And you can even begin making money from your podcast right away because there's no minimum listenership required to to start monetizing. So that's cool as well. Uh, It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm to get started. And we're back. Uh, Quickly, before I get into this, and and for the sake of simplification, I'm I'm going to only mention autism parenting in this this episode – but it's important to understand that this applies to special needs parenting in general. Um, I'm an autism parent. I'm also a special needs parent. Uh, I'm not trying to exclude anyone. It's it's just sort of a mouthful to have to say both at the same time, and it's just sort of a convenience kind of thing. So this applies to to autism, special needs parenting in general. Uh, I'm just going to refer to autism uh, parenting as as I go through this episode. So that's that. All right, so moving on. It's no secret that being an autism parent is is not an easy task. At least it shouldn't be a secret. You know, all the efforts to raise awareness uh, are, are intended to, in part to show that um, so that people get a better understanding. However, it, it still amazes me how many people just don't have even a basic understanding of, of what autism is like what, what it is, how it impacts a child, uh, the child's family, how, how it impacts them going into adulthood. Um, and, and to be fair, there's no way to truly appreciate that challenge unless you're spending your days in the trenches. Uh, you know, un- unless you are living it every day, unless you have firsthand experience, it's very difficult to, to really grasp the concept of, of just how challenging uh, this, this really is. You know, people ask me to put, you know, help people, like, 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 how do I put this into perspective for people? And I, I, the only thing that I've been able to come up with based on my personal experience, and again, this is my personal experience, um, I used to be a firefighter paramedic uh, before I got hurt. And I, I loved it. It was, it was the most amazing job in the world. Um, I, I used to run into burning houses. I used to pull people out of car wrecks. I used to manage codes and traumas and, and all those things in the back of an ambulance. Um, and it was hard. Uh, you know, people, people look at that as, as being 
a, a difficult profession because it is. It is very difficult. Um, having done both, uh, you know, being a firefighter paramedic and, and being an autism parent for the last 19 years, the hardest thing that I've ever done was parent a child with autism. That 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 is by far the hardest thing that I've ever done. It's 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 not without its rewards. I mean, there are there are so many upsides to it, but but the challenge and the stress and and just the overall um, level of difficulty is is just it's just immense. It is. Uh, and it's different for everybody, but for, for me, my family, my experience, it's the hardest thing that I've ever done, and I used to run into burning houses. One of the more frustrating parts of being an autism parent is the lack of understanding from the general public. I, I think it's that lack of understanding that can often lead to judgment. And when I, when, when I say this, I don't mean to imply that everyone out there is 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 judging people because I don't, I don't think that's the case. You know, in a lot of ways we've, at least I feel like we've made a lot of progress through our awareness efforts, through people sharing their stories, um, you know, autistic adults talking about their experiences, parents, you know, sharing their stories and, and things like that. I mean, those are all very positive things and it does have a positive impact. Unfortunately, there are still some people who for whatever reason just don't seem to care. Uh, they have zero interest in learning, or or maybe they just don't have a clue as to how their actions or words can impact others. I've been an outspoken public figure in the autism community for about a decade, and, and I get that playing that role opens me up to things like criticism, judgment, or both. Uh, I, I, I get it. And, it, and it's something that I have come to accept is just sort of, it's sort of an unfortunate part of the job. You know, I've developed thicker skin uh, over the years, but if I'm being honest, it still sucks to, to read nasty comments or hear the the hurtful words that that come from people's mouths in regards to either myself or my family. If if this were just isolated to people like myself or others who who put themselves out there, it, that that would that would be one thing, right? It doesn't make it right, but it would be one thing because when you put yourself out there, like I said, you open yourself up to these things. I get that. The unfortunate reality is that there are so many autistic people, autism families, uh, out there that are being judged like this on a daily basis. All they're trying to do is live their lives in, in what can often be very, very difficult circumstances. They're not looking for anyone's thoughts or opinions, but there are people out there who just feel compelled to give them anyways. So let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. Uh, one of the most common situations in which judgment occurs tends to revolve around public meltdowns or, or meltdowns that occur in public places. Uh, I've experienced this myself with my own kids over the last 20 years. I have heard from parents uh, telling me their experience uh, with in regards to public meltdowns. And, and some of them have been have been devastated by what people have said uh, to them or about their child uh, in, in those moments. And, and I want to kind of walk through a scenario, just a generic scenario, and help you better understand sort of the mechanics behind what's going on. 
so that if you find yourself in a situation like this, from the outside looking in, meaning you're somebody in the store and you witness something like this, maybe you think twice before you say something. So, so this, is, this is what happens. So here's how this would typically play out. A parent has to go to the grocery store. Maybe they don't have a sitter for their autistic child. Maybe they just want to take their autistic child with them. Either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, what happens or what can happen is the child becomes overstimulated by the environment. Many people with autism uh, are, are also dealing with something called sensory processing disorder. Uh, most public places, including grocery stores, uh, are not sensory friendly and can very quickly become overwhelming to people with SPD. This leads to overstimulation. Overstimulation leads to meltdowns. I'm, I'm not going to delve into the specifics of what a meltdown is or, or the mechanics behind it or how it relates to SPD or really what SPD is. Because I did, a, I did a whole episode on that previously. So when you're done listening to this, if you want information on that, skip back an episode. Uh, it's a good listen. Um, to the layperson, though, a, a child experiencing a meltdown can look indistinguishable uh, from a child throwing a tantrum. You know, But the reality is that a meltdown and a tantrum are two very different animals. Unfortunately... As the child experiences the meltdown, they can become very loud, very disruptive. And th this happens because their bodies are so overwhelmed that they literally are purging. This is not a choice. It, it's an involuntary, it's like breathing. It's involuntary. It just happens. They have zero control over doing this. They can't stop it. It's just what happens. Um, and in fairness to everybody in proximity, it can be, like I said, very disruptive. Uh, and if, and if, you, if you don't understand what's going on, and, and you know, honestly, even if you do know what's going on or understand what's going on, it can be really frustrating. Uh, most people will keep their opinions to themselves, but, but there are some people out there who feel the need to verbalize all of the truly awful things that are going through their heads while they witness what you are going through with your child. When a parent is desperately trying to calm their child down and, and, and sort of help them through this, this very difficult time, this very involuntary act known as a meltdown, they're in a very vulnerable position. Um, in these moments, the last thing in the world they need is to be confronted by ignorance. They don't need nasty negative comments, dirty looks. You know, you would think, you would think that decency would play a role here and people would, would follow the adage of if they don't have anything nice to say, they don't say anything at all. But unfortunately, uh, there are some people who just cannot seem to help themselves. They feel compelled to criticize you in that moment and and judge you for what you're doing and judge your child and say mean, hurtful, hateful things. I don't know why they do this, and I really, really, really wish they would stop. Sometimes people will say things under their breath, but they do it loud enough that you can hear them. Uh, other times, people will just come right out and say it to your face. I will say personally 
that I feel like if you are the kind of person who feels compelled to say something hurtful like that, uh, in a moment like that, at least have the balls to say it to my face. Don't mutter it under your breath. Don't, don't like, whatever. Just have the backbone to say it to my face. Does it make it easier for me? Absolutely not. But at least, at least it, it just, it just really bothers me when people, when people do that. It seems so passive aggressive and it really pisses me off. Um, you know, whether it's under their breath or, or, or just straight outright, they'll say things like, I would never let my child get away with behaving like that. Uh, if that were my child, I'd give them a good whooping uh, for acting like this. You need to discipline your kid or can you shut him or her up? You're a terrible parent. Your kid is a spoiled brat. Not every uh, negative interaction with the public is verbal. Sometimes a nasty judgmental look, uh, you know, can say more than words ever could. It hurts just as much, even if they just, it just, it sucks. It really does. And, and I feel for everybody who has to deal with this. Um, sometimes they manage to try and explain that their child is autistic and is experiencing a meltdown. Sometimes they go so far as to try and get to the point across that their child is in distress, not being difficult. They don't need disciplined. They need time in, in space really to kind of work through this. Uh, but, but more often than not, it falls on deaf ears. I will say that there have been a few times in the past, uh, where I have, I, I had reached a point where I have responded to people who have said nasty things and, and, and I explained to them that my child is autistic and they're having a meltdown. And when they learn that they apologize, you know, I mean, there, there are some, some decent people out there. Um, there have been there have also been times where I have tried to explain that that my child is autistic and having a meltdown, and and someone has said to my face, then you shouldn't bring a child like that out in public. If you're listening to this and saying to yourself, "This has never happened to me," good for you, and I mean that. This shouldn't happen to anyone, but it does. Please do not dismiss this simply because you've not experienced this for yourself. I assure you, it happens. It happens to me. It happens to parents every day. It happens. Uh, in, in those moments when you are in a public place, vulnerable, trying to help your child, the last thing in the world you need or want, for that matter, is to have anyone add to the problem, make things worse. I, I wish people would recognize that not everything is as it seems. That, that just because it looks one way on the surface doesn't mean that that's what's happening. You know, uh, my, my hope is that the more we talk about situations like these, the more that we open up, the more that we share our stories, the more that we, we speak out uh, about what situations like this are, um, the more likely it will be to have someone not make these same assumptions or not direct nasty comments in our direction uh, the next time that something like this happens. There are a few times when we as parents are more vulnerable than when our kids are in distress. You know, in, in those moments, it would be amazing to be shown something like kindness and compassion, empathy, you know, something along those lines. Maybe someone could say something like, you know, is everything okay? Uh, is there anything I can do to help? You know, you're, you're doing a great job, something like that. Even if they don't have anything nice to say, an understanding, non-judgmental smile 
would be awesome. It, it can be, it can make a huge difference. If, if all else fails and, and people have nothing nice to say, then it would be great if they kept their views and opinions and criticisms and thoughts to themselves. Just don't say it. You know, you have nothing to gain by, by, by kicking someone when they're down and, you know, choosing to exercise the power of silence can make such a big difference when someone is as vulnerable as, as a parent is when their child with autism is having a meltdown in public. I know that many of you are able to relate to this. And my hope is that through further efforts of raising awareness, sharing stories, having open, honest, transparent conversations about situations like these, that eventually fewer and fewer of you will be able to relate because this type of thing just won't be a problem anymore. And we're back. I mentioned earlier that recently I was inspired to write a post called Broken Plates. I'll go ahead and put a link to the post uh, in the description for this episode so that you can check it out whenever you want to, if you want to. Um, It's been very well received so far because I think that there's a lot of people who are able to relate to what my experience was or is and, and, and sort of my thoughts on the subject. And I guess that's sort of a sad thing in a way because it's a negative experience and there's a lot of people who can relate and, and that makes me sad. But I think it's important that we talk about it in order to help raise awareness, in order to help, you know, maybe put some things into context for people so they're less likely to make assumptions or erroneous assumptions about a situation that they just don't have any understanding of. Before I read some of this to you, I wanted to sort of briefly touch on what inspired me to write it in the first place, because I think it's important. Um, As you may or may not know, I have been sharing my family's journey at theautismdad.com, and I've been doing that for about 10 years. I share some deeply personal experiences with the hope that it helps to educate the public and provide comfort to people who are able to directly relate. There, there is, when you are an autism parent or, or a special needs parent and you are struggling and you are overwhelmed and you are scared and you feel alone, that makes it worse. Knowing that there are people out there who have been where you are, who have walked the path ahead of you, who can provide insight and, and maybe light a light at the end of the tunnel is so important. It, it's something that I didn't have when I started this journey 20 years ago. And, and it's important to me to be able to provide that for people who are following behind. When I document our journey... I do so in a very open, honest, transparent way. It's very raw and visceral. I think it's really important because I don't like to sugarcoat things. I want it to be as realistic and as truthful as as I can. Um, And that's a good thing. But sometimes I think that... Because I approach it in that manner, 
it opens me up to more criticism and judgment and negative comments and and just sort of mean people because I'm exposing parts of our lives that a lot of people just don't understand. You know, maybe these people are well-intentioned. I, I don't know. I mean, I think there's some people that are just not nice people. Um, but I like to think that, that most of them are misguided. Um, what I do know is, is that on any given day, I already feel like a failure. I already experience more guilt than anyone else could ever hoist upon me. I, I do that to myself because I can't do better by my family than I am. And it is, it is, it is a horrible feeling. And there isn't a moment that goes by that I don't feel an overwhelming sense of guilt for all of the things that I am unable to provide or unable to do or unable to help my kids with. It just, it, it is what it is. And, it, and it's, it's very common for autism parents to feel this way. Um, I always refer to it as, as sort of irrational guilt because you're feeling guilty about things you have no control over. And that's sort of a really counterproductive thing. But it's also very human to experience those emotions. And I'm human and I experience them all the time. That said, these kinds of comments, they still hurt, you know. Uh, there, there are times that I can ignore things like this, that I can uh, just sort of block it out and gloss over it and not, not assign any weight or meaning to it. But then there are times, you know, recently I had shared a very personal struggle that we were dealing with as a family, and, and there were some negative comments made that were very thoughtless. They, they, were, they, were just, they were just kind of mean and cruel, and, you know, and I was in a place where they really hurt. You know, they, they really weighed heavy on me. And, and that inspired me to, to write Broken Plates. And I wrote it for two reasons. You know, first of all, I wanted people to understand that their words have impact. They do. You know, I know it sounds silly to think about, well, I just, it was in a comment section of a blog or it's on social media. It doesn't matter where it is. You know, words have impact. That's important. People need to understand that. Secondly, I wanted others that are out there who, who can directly relate to, to what I'm talking about or what I'm going through to understand that they're not alone. I, I know I sort of keep harping on that, but it's important to me that that people out there know they're not alone, that there is, there is someone who gets it, you know, and, you know, I, I want this post to be a tool that can be shared with people who would benefit from, from the insight, you know, words have impact. And, and you just, you don't know what's going on beneath the surface. You, you know, looks can be deceiving. You, you shouldn't judge something without knowledge of what's going on. And, and so I want to read you just sort of the second half of the post. Uh, it's not very long, but I think it's really powerful. And, uh, you know, I, I hope, I hope it's something that resonates with you. Another common situation is when Parents are judged based on how well they do things like keep up with the house, the yard, bills, and anything else along those lines. An autism parent is many things, including sleep-deprived, emotionally and physically exhausted, but not lazy or irresponsible. It's easy to peek in the front window and see a pile of dirty laundry, clothes all over the floor, stacks of unpaid bills on the table, a sink full of dirty dishes, 
or a kid running around with little if any clothing on and assume the worst. Oftentimes, however, the reality is much different than it appears on the surface. Over the years, I've been very open, honest, and transparent about the struggles my family faces, knowing full well that I open myself up to the judgmental eyes of the public. I do this because I know I'm not alone, and I know that other parents find comfort in knowing they aren't the only ones struggling. At the same time, it also helps others to better understand that things aren't always as they appear on the surface. I would hope that these very personal insights would help to open hearts and minds. Oftentimes they do, and people are learning. Unfortunately, sometimes people still focus on my failures and seem to ignore all the things that I've managed to accomplish despite all the challenges or obstacles. In a Twitter discussion from the other day, I used an example of juggling to help put this into perspective. All parents have to be able to juggle things, and for the sake of argument, let's just refer to those things as plates. We all have to keep as many of those plates in the air as we can and try to limit the number that hit the floor. Having to juggle anything in general isn't easy for any parent. When you're an autism or special needs parent, however, the number of plates we have to keep in the air dramatically increases. Not only that, but there's an endless stream of new plates flying at us from all directions, all hours of the day and night. We have to try and keep all of those plates from hitting the floor as well. I don't like using the word impossible very often, but I I have no qualms about saying that it's impossible to keep every single plate in the air for any length of time. We have to constantly triage and re-triage each plate in real time as we're juggling them. We have to quickly decide if each new plate hurled in our direction is important enough to keep in the air, and if necessary, which of the plates already in the air can be sacrificed to make room for a more important one. It's not easy, and sometimes we drop plates that ideally wouldn't or shouldn't be dropped. Plates will be missed and they will shatter on the floor, not because we're terrible or irresponsible parents, but because we're human. When someone peeks in your window only to judge you for all the plates they see shattered on the floor, they're failing to see the hundreds or thousands of plates that haven't. We feel guilty for every single plate that shatters because we're harder on ourselves than anyone else ever could be. Judgment can be demoralizing and it only adds to the guilt we already feel. Frankly, we don't need anyone's help to feel guilty because we do just fine on our own. As I bring this episode to a close, I just want to remind people that words have weight, whether it's in person or online. If you see a child having a difficult time while you're at a store or maybe at a restaurant, please remember that that child might actually be in distress and the parent is likely working very hard to help them through it. You know, if you feel compelled to say something, please choose those words very carefully because more often than not, there is far more going on beneath the surface than is visible. Judgmental, hurtful words can have a devastating impact. And remember, if all else fails, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Uh, That's pretty simple, I think. Um, Also, if you're listening to this and you can relate, first of all, I am really sorry that you've experienced this needless cruelty in one form or another. Second of all, please remember that you are not alone. Being an autism parent is hard, and no one has the right to expect perfection. Keep your head up, don't be too hard on yourself, and try not to let what others say deter you from doing what you feel is best for yourself or your family. Stay strong, and no matter how difficult life gets, know that there are always people out there who get it. You are not alone.
I want to thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of the Autism Dad Podcast. You know, every week I try to put together an episode that is beneficial to as many people as possible. Something that really kind of resonates with the community and can be educational and inspiring. Um, it takes some time and effort, so I appreciate you guys tuning in. I, re- I really do. Uh, remember that you can listen on pretty much any podcasting app that's out there, so pick your favorite. But please remember to subscribe. Every subscription, every listen helps to support my efforts and helps to sort of propel this to continue moving forward. Uh, you can find me at theautismdad.com. All of my social media links are at the top right of the page. Uh, I wish you all the best, and I will talk to you next week.